faith, great faith, great faith. Somebody say great faith. God is looking for great faith. You can keep playing for me, man of God, if you don't mind. I'll give your fingers a vacation. Some of you, God is moving you ahead. And seemingly, you're seeing different things open up. Sometimes the opening of things, can y'all hear me a little bit? Sometimes the opening of things is not showing that the devil is masquerading more. It just shows that you're getting closer to God. Your eyes are opening beyond what it used to open. See, when you stick with God, God is the, he, he is the revelator of sight. Which means you cannot see outside of him allowing you to see. I cannot see unless he allows me to see. And, and what he wants you to know is he wants you to stay strong in faith. I'm talking to a Chloe. He wants you to learn to stand strong in the faith. Stand strong in the It's not going to look like everything else, but you need to learn to stand strong. Because for you to move with God, how many of y'all know God want to accelerate your life beyond where you are? Oh, I'm a representative of it. I don't wait for the world to tell me when time is ready. I don't wait for the, the come on, I don't wait for everybody to get it right for it to be right. I'm already right because he's in me. Come on, he's begun a good work in me. Come on, whether I have a little, I have a lot. Hey, long as I got Jesus. Somebody say great faith. In these days, God is looking for his people to have great faith. Some of you, you're going to move into realms that you never moved before. Can I speak just under the unction just for a second? Some of you, God is doing a shift thing in you. The ideas are going to start running rampant again. And he's going to align you. And by principle, you're going to be able to orchestrate what he's telling you to do. The days that we're coming in, you can't be committed or com you, you can't be so combined, confined to the world system. How many of you know we're not called to the world system? We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So you got to break your confinement to the world system. And to break that confinement of the world system, you've got to learn to think with God. Somebody say, learn to think with God. Learn to be wise. Learn to have, have understanding with God. The last days that we're in, you've got to have spiritual understanding, spiritual language, spiritual alignment. How many of you know it's only one spirit? So we should speak the same language, amen? The problem is we have many languages. And God is saying, I need to align my church. Can you say amen? I want to give you a couple of scriptures to leave you with. Hallelujah. Can you just say thank you, Jesus, for a moment? How many of you know God is a healer? How many of you know he's a deliverer? Jesus. Glory to God. If you have your Bibles, 
I want you to go to Matthew 6, 19 through 23. And for the sake of time, I'm actually going to just read verse 23. We've been in the subject matter, undivided attention. How many of y'all know God wants your undivided attention? He wants your what? He wants your undivided, which means he don't want your attention divided. As you learn to live in the spirit realm and live the spirit life, how many know you call to live the spirit life? Spirit life is different from just being a Christian. I'm going to say that again. I know this might be new to some of you. Spirit life is different from just being a Christian and dragging God with you. See, Christian, Christian, the real Christianity is spirit life. But we've made it as if we live our life and we just bring Jesus with us. And he said, no, that's not how that works. My new covenant is by the Spirit. I put my laws in your inward parts. I put my word in your inward man. You're going to live from within. And my Spirit is going to mortify your body where you're going to learn how to live more by the Spirit than you're doing by the flesh. And every unction that you do, whether what you live, what you, everything that you do comes from me. Because it's in me that you live. It's in me that you move. It's in me that you have your, your very being. Where's your being? In him. And I'm learning to stay hidden in him because he has nothing on Jesus. Ah. We learned Sunday that he can't do anything to me when I'm hidden in Jesus. You know why? Because he has nothing on Jesus. But he can find something on me. But when I step into the realm of the Spirit, I learn to be hidden in Christ. And being hidden in Christ, he has nothing on me. I actually start to go out and stop being a victim to be a victor. Somebody say, I got to be victorious. Which means that he doesn't set the measurement anymore in my life. I set the temperature. How many want to be temperature setters? You, you are called to be a temperature setter. But we have to understand that he wants us to have our eyes single. Can you say amen? Glory to God. I haven't held a mic in a long time, but I guess I'll do that today. Glory. Let's uh, go real quick, Matthew 6, 23, and I'm going to read for the sake of time. Tell you what, I'm sorry. Uh, let's read the whole thing. Verse 19. Lay it not up for yourself, treasure upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Lay up for yourself treasures where? In heaven. Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And forgive me, this is King James Version. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be. Where your treasure is, your what? Your heart will be also. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if thine eye is single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye is evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. 
If therefore the light that is in thee is be darkness, how great is that darkness? I want you to go to Isaiah 11, 2, 3. Uh, just hold that for a moment. How great is that darkness? I, I said Isaiah 2, 11, 2, 3. I want you to hold that for a moment. Now, now, I want you to understand, if thy eye is single, the body is full of light. Which means if the eye is not single, he said the eye must be evil. Because I don't do double-mindedness. I don't do uh, hot and cold. Tell somebody just a single eye. I, I, I don't want compromise. I need a single eye. How many of you know you're working towards a single eye? You know, sometimes, even, I don't know, how, I don't care how deep you are, you, you're going to find the level that God shows you, hey, 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 in your level, your eye is starting to split. See, no, th th this is based on your, your, your level. This is not on everybody's level. No, I'm talking on, well, I'm just better than that. No, 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 but on your level, Watch your eye. Thank you, Javian. Watch your eye. Tell somebody I got to watch my eyes. I, I got to watch because my eye will tell me, and a lot of times my compromise can show me where my eye is. A lot of times my compromise can, see, I battle. I, can I tell you a couple of my battles? One of my battles is I, I want to stay in the spirit, but see, responsibility and things come in. Life happens. And it is, it's easy to excuse what life does to you, but God knows how much he's given you to, to override. No matter what life does to you, you still got to find him. See, when you grow with God, it gets less, less flexible. Which means you don't get to excuse yourself outside of the ramifications of time. You know why? Because the need is too great of the God in you. Do, do, do somebody need the God in you? Maybe that's why we can be comfortable because nobody needs the God in us. But when there's an expectation of the God in you, 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 you cannot afford to stay dry. You cannot afford to stay weak. You cannot afford to stay broken. You cannot afford to not have a word in your mouth. Can you say amen? Fathers, you can't afford to not have a word for your family. I know it got quiet on me. Yeah, you can't afford to because your children are looking at the God of you. That they're looking at how you worship God, how you represent. How many of you know you're a representative of God? And, and, and sometimes as a representative, God needs you to walk upright because people are going to follow you. And following you, they're following God. Moses, you're not going in because I had them following you. They were following you and they were following the God of you. Now, not that I didn't want to meet them by myself, but I didn't reject them. See, you don't know how long-suffering I am. Y'all better hear me. See, see your, your, how, your, your giving up is, might not be my giving up. How many of you know we give up on people easy? Some of us give our threshold about 10%. You mess that 10% up, we're done with you. 
Some of us at about 25, you got about two times. Not one, you got the two. Some of us are about 50, you know. I'll, I'll pray, but I still, I'll start giving you the eye. I'll start doing some, some tricky things with you. But Jesus said, what about, I, I don't give up that early. Not that I'm telling you to stay with everybody, but what if I just don't give up that early? Which means you got to learn how to have a redemptive threshold to make sure that when you're dealing with my people, that you're not so quickly giving up. It doesn't mean that everybody's qualified or called to stay with people. There are people, I tell them, don't call me until you're ready. I say, Pastor, say that, yeah, but you know, y'all know I love real, real hard. But they know, they know where they are. They, we, we, are we, have, we understand each other. Because at the end of the day, I don't have time to play with you. So you, you have to understand that God, though, looks for believers that he can work through. If you haven't listened to Wednesday night, I want you to go listen, especially if you're a minister here. You need to go listen. God is doing something that he's wanting to teach us about impartation. Because many of us want impartation, but you don't have the stature for, for it. I know it got quiet on that one. Yeah, he has to give you the stature for the impartation. Because anything that flows with new wine need a new wineskin. I said anything that flows with new wine need a what? New wineskin. So some of us are waiting for promotion spiritually, but do you have the stature to uphold the wine? Tell somebody God is building me strong. But for him to do that, he needs your undivided attention in this time. Even if you had a job, he needs your undivided. I know you don't like your neighbor much, but just let him have your... I, I know they keep messing with you. You want to take a break. You've you got to learn to have... See, see, that prayer in the car... Oh, I got about 10 of y'all there. That, let that be a car-breaking prayer. What God is training you to do is live by the Spirit. Tell somebody, I'm learning to live by the Spirit. Live by, see, 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 church, I wish we could get this, understand this. It, it makes no sense to tell you a story about Paul and a story about Peter if you don't know how to live by the Spirit. Because if I give you a story outside of the ramifications that govern the story, you will believe that that was to excite you to have faith in the God without understanding your call to live from the God. I wish I had said that right. You, 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 you got to learn that you're called to live from the God. He said we're one spirit. Somebody said we're one. Which means we call labor together to walk and do and move. It's in him that we move. It's in him that we have our being, which means everything that I do is in him. My comfortability should be in him, but I should be very uncomfortable without him. Somebody say very uncomfortable. Right? If you take me out of prayer, we're going to have a problem. Because, see, I, I need my lifeline to live. Tell somebody I need a lifeline. When you learn to get that lifeline, every other person can hang on the lifeline that you hold. 
Somebody say crossover. Yeah, we, we're going to learn to extend ourselves a little bit. But for us to extend ourselves, how many of you love, you want to save your family, save those around you, save your neighbors? How many of you want a disciple? How many of y'all, come on, how many of y'all feel to call, do what God called you to do? Well, number one, God is calling you to learn to be principled and stay aligned with the word of God. Come on, he's teaching you right now. Hey, you still have an attitude with me? Are you still deciding the way you want to live? Is this still your opportunity? Do I, do I get preeminence in your life? Do, do I have the final say? See, when I have the final say, it's not going to look like everybody else. It might look weird to people. They might be confused because they don't understand that in spirit life, we, we, we don't take the credit. It, it's, it's all to his glory. I, I have to walk by faith. I have to walk based on what he's telling me and doing in me. I, I got to stay, stay with him. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand that he's saying if your eye is single, if your eye is what? So what God is doing, and why I'm saying all these things, are God is calling you for a single eye. You know, it's interesting. Because, you know, it, how many of you know the process that you're going through now qualifies you for the, for, the, for the ministry that he's called you? You know, I didn't know I was fasting as a, uh, before I became a pastor, I was fasting like one. I thought I was just following God, but I was following different precepts and principles that I didn't know that this qualified me. I was just walking by the Spirit. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't care about all that stuff. I'm just walking. I just know I couldn't get out of God. But I learned by walking in the Spirit, He was taking me through training classes. Yeah, that wasn't too good. Oh, yeah. And, and so he, he, there, there is a process in the spirit. Somebody say a process in the spirit. Church is the first step. A lot of us don't like to hear that because we thought that was the last one. So we go home back to Oliver and say, alive. You get your drink, your, your pasta, and you sit down. You get your, your remote. You, did, you, you check box your date. Come on, y'all come to church. You know you go home and check box your date. At least I went to church. No, that's a good thing, though. That's a, don't break the fellowship. Tell somebody, don't hit your neighbor. Tell them to break fellowship. It's a good thing. Yeah, fellowship is a good thing. But, but, but you have to realize the next step that we have not learned is spirit life. The, the spirit class. Many of you, you're learning how to go through the spirit class. And in the spirit class, you, you cannot revelate it outside of the word of God. Let me make sure that you will know that. Which means you can only revelate in accordance to the knowledge that you have of God. The spirit of wisdom and counsel comes through the knowledge of God. So if you try to revelate outside of the principle of God, you might be wrong. But you can call it right. All right, let me get this from scripture because now y'all thinking I'm speaking in my own glory. Somebody say you got to see right. You got to see right. He, he wants your, your sight to be right. I, Isaiah 11, 22, 3. Isaiah 11, 2, 3. Watch this. 
the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now, how many of y'all know these are the spirits of God? We'll have to teach on that one day. These are the spirits of God. It's interesting when you look at these spirits of God, there's nothing that we need outside of the realm of the spirit. Even counsel. You want a good counselor? Get the spirit of counsel. If you're getting counseling, you better make sure they have the spirit of, because if they don't have the spirit of counseling, they're not counseling you towards God. And if they're not counseling you towards God, that's not the way. It's temporal. It has an expiration date on it. Anything that's not of God has an expiration date on it. You know why? Because it's temporary. But God is eternal. And he's looking for eternal value out of all of us. Somebody say eternal value. Which means the value of the word that you are learning to be orchestrated by and have the capacity in, you, when you speak, that word is life. And that life that you're speaking actually brings eternal value. So the eternal souls of the word that you're giving the word to, you actually gave them an eternal word. So when you're building a soul, you're actually giving them eternal word. So God's going to see the word that you put inside that they have for eternity. That's how powerful a word is. Somebody said words are powerful. So don't handle them lightly. The spirit, watch this, verse 3, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. Now these are those who have the spirit, these spirits. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his, whoa, by the sight of his, what? Eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his which means the man of the spirit don't judge by what he see from these eyes or by what he hears from these ears. Y'all ready to go? See, see, spirit life is different because you think we judge because of we see you. You think we judge because of what a person says. No. There, there's a government that's within us because you have God. Somebody say, I have a government in me. When you have a government in you, you don't listen just based on what people say. You listen by the Spirit. Listening by the Spirit, has, it, 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 it filters through our government factors. We don't judge by the... So hold on, we just read that if your eye is single. Wait, what are we looking at then? And how are we looking? Because if my eye is single and I can't look from these eyes, how many of you know Adam and Eve's eyes were closed? <laughs> Can I give you a little history on the spirit? You don't need, you, you don't need physical eyes to walk by the spirit. Ah, y'all better hear me. See, when they sinned, the Bible said their eyes, wait, what was happening the whole time then? Which means when you have God, God gives you so much sight that you can walk. I don't know. See, because you're walking as a spirit. You don't need these eyes. These are the gates that's causing the corruption. 
You say, why do I have to pray so long, so much? Because the corruption is going through your gates. And every day you got to cleanse and close those gates and say, in the name of Jesus, I close these gates, these portals to my mind, to my thoughts, to my heart. To, come on. I close this stuff in the name of Jesus. That way the spirit energizes your body. And now when you look out, you're not seeing through these eyes. You say, you say like me. No, I'm not. You're hearing like me? No. I'm hearing through the filtration of a government. Somebody say, he's governing me. He's governing me. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, though. His delight is in the what? Which means there's a reverence towards God that causes this man to have those spirits. It governs those spirits for him to live from there. God is looking for more more submission for commitment. Come on, somebody say, I, I, I need, come on, I want more commitment. I want, I, I, I don't know about you, I want more commitment. Oh, I haven't reached. Pastor, no, I haven't reached. I, I want more. See, see, where your treasure is, your heart is also. You, you, you know why we're not excited when we hear stuff like that? Because our hearts are not there yet. But if we did a seminar on the degree plan that would get you the job for 200, 300, 350 a year, everybody in their seats this morning, like, come on, I'm going, baby. Go ahead and sign me up. Hey. You say, why would, why would we do that? Because that's where our heart is. Our treasure is there. We, we believe that's our treasure. We, we, we believe the story out there, but we masquerade in here as if. Uh, see, see, he, he, he's really trying to help you know where your treasure is really hidden. Now, I didn't say that God doesn't like your degree because but the spirit's actually academic. Y'all ready, um, ready to come into a new class this morning? Oh, the spirit of God is academic, He's a teacher. Oh, glory. See, that's the problem. We got too many different extremes. We think God is this and God. No, 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 no. Let's keep it in an order. The spirit is actually academic. This is why when, if you go through master advance, you're going to learn to put your words together. Because how are you going to prophesy you can't talk? I know that. Don't be offended. But God orchestrates and uses different words to articulate his will. So if you can't be taught how to talk and communicate, there are, there's going to be a problem. Oh, the Spirit of God is academic. He's an academia. And he teaches through the Word of God. How many know he's a teacher? So he don't want Christians to be dumbfounded sitting on the sideline just praying. No, no, no. You, yeah, pray, but don't, don't, don't act like he's not academic in your prayer. No, we let them just be like that. But you need to grow. Let those who want to shout and sit, let them do that. They'll go to heaven. But you, somebody say me. I'm different. <laughs> I've got to go where he's calling me to go. I'm going to walk in the suit that he's calling me to wear. 
God is shooting you in the spirit that wherever he takes you, his government goes also. When you step into the room, people will know something has shifted in this atmosphere. Something has changed in this place. When I walked in the room, everything must change. <laughs> yeah. When I show up, daddy's home now. Mommy's home now. No, no, everything okay now. It's okay. It, no, no, it's, no, it's okay. No, I'm here now. Some of you, God is giving you principles so he can build your attitude towards him. Because when you're dealing with certain principalities, in fact, we're not getting to principalities yet. Let's back up. When you're dealing with certain powers, they're all different. There's spirits, there's powers, and then there's principalities. Many of us trying to deal with principalities and we haven't dealt with spirits. Oh, glory. All right, we're going to have to open this door just a little bit. Be careful trying to deal with something you don't have the license to deal with. You say, well, I thought we, no, 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 no. Be careful trying to wrestle and provoke things that you don't have the ability to deal with. But see, this should provoke you to be stronger in the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? But everybody don't have the cap capability to deal with a palate. You wrestle with palates. You cast out, some of y'all need to write this down. You cast out spirits, but you wrestle with palates. So palates you can't cast out. <laughs> so you, you, you don't know, you learn to stand with palates. Having them all to... Stand. So when you stand with palates, they don't have preeminence to take over what they tried to take. They don't have control over your emotions. That's what palates do. They don't have control over your, come on, they don't have control over your atmosphere. So when you learn to stand with God, the license that God releases to you give you the ability to stand that palates know they, they don't have preeminence here. Spirits, those are seemingly other, uh, uh, they're connected, but they're not it. Those, they don't have a place to rest, so you cast those out. Somebody say, cast, oh, Jesus, what kind of church did I come into this morning? Yeah, I'm sorry, we're going we're gonna to learn this thing. It, it, come on, it's time out from being an embryonic Christian. Been in church, church 10 years, I don't know anything. Can't deal with nobody, no devil, no spirit, no nothing. That, that tells us we haven't learned how God called us to learn. You can cast spirits out of yourself. How many of y'all cast spirits out of yourself? Glory. You lay hands on yourself and say, in the name of Jesus, I get this mindset off of me. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I get this attitude out of me. But see, you're going to have to learn how to hold to the vein of God, though, in that. You, you're not going to do that outside of the vein of God. Which means you have to have a developed prayer life to do that. Somebody said developed prayer life. When you have a developed prayer life, you learn how to hold on to the vein of God. God will send a lifeline. And on the one side of your mind is going crazy, but the other side there's a lifeline. And sometimes if you can hold on to that lifeline long enough, God will send a... a a ranking 
angel to come and help you. I don't think we understand. Y'all okay with me speaking about the spirit for a second? I, I don't think we understood the battle. Who, who was battling for 40 years? Who, who was battling? Daniel. He had a what? He prayed, the Bible says. He what? He prayed, but he didn't break through. Well, when you research and study, the problem with the breakthrough wasn't his prayer. It, it was a good thing that when he was praying. Sometimes you, how many of you prayed and didn't break through? Come on, I'm praying and praying, but I don't feel the release. How many of you know you're supposed to have a release when you pray? Glory, if you didn't know that, you know that today. If, you, if you've been praying and you never get a release, it's showing that you have not learned the goodness of God just yet. It doesn't mean God is for you, but you got to learn to stay a little longer. Tell somebody to stay a little longer. So Daniel is praying, and, and, and he's not getting the breakthrough, which means the one that sent the messenger that came before didn't have the license to deal with the palatine. <laughs> which means the answer was sent, but it didn't have license for the palatine that was dealing with it. So God called, a, hold on, the Bible said he earnestly continued to what? Pray. Which means, if you're not breaking through, you don't walk out the room and say, well, I guess God don't care about me. I'll go about my day. No, you stay in the gap. Stay, tell somebody, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Some of you are going to learn how to pray. Amen. You're not, you're not going to leave until something breaks. See, that in the breaking, you're going to feel, in the breaking, there is a transfer of oil. I read in my scriptures, it says the oil will destroy the yoke. See, that oil that's transferred in the refinery that God gives. See, see how many of y'all know what a refinery does? It, it purifies cord oil. This oil is dirty, it's messed up, but it goes through a refinery process. Tell somebody I'm going through my refinery process. He, he's cleansing, he's cleansing me. So when he takes you through the, 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 the refinery, in that refinery, he's refining you to purity. And in the purity of that refinery, it's the purity of the word of God. And when you have the purity of the word of God, you can speak as the purity of an oracle. If any man speaks, let him speak as an oracle. He never said, if you speak. Which means every time you speak, the purest form of man and God is oracle. That's why be careful how you speak. Be careful even what you call God. Because I don't want to maybe speak out of my flesh and find out it wasn't from God. But I said it as if it was oracle. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand, now he continue to pray. Tell somebody, continue to pray. Some of you, God is pushing you to learn to pray beyond your last limit. Some of our limits was five minutes. You're going, you're going to 30. You just got, gave God that, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, I thank you for saving me, thank you. Thank you for my food, thank you for my drink, thank you for my thank you. And just thank you. 
I just thank you. And you're going to work the rest of the 23 hours and 45 minutes. So God get 15 minutes out of your 20. God got God, God, 15. Jesus, if I spent 15 minutes with my wife only, and I think I'll be in. I think I won't know her as I need to. I don't think we can have un uh, uh, communication. Sometimes when, you, when you're a spouse, you should be able to communicate without talking. Amen. See, that's how God is. When you walk with him long enough, he shouldn't have to talk all the time for you. God don't have to say all everything. Amen. You're speaking by the spirit every time you speak by the word. Amen. So there's unction times, but by principle, you are speaking by the spirit. Are y'all catching? So maturity, you don't have to always say God said because God is always saying. Every time you talk, he should be saying. A God said word is when God hits you with something that you did not know of. But every word shouldn't be that. Y'all all right? Stay with me. Be careful how you use God. Because sometimes we don't know we use it as a strong arm to people. God said sometimes can be a strong one to people. If you're not mature about what God says, I won't say God said. Unless God said to say God said. Not that he will say God said, but I can feel if I need to say God said. Y'all stand with me. That was a lot of God saying. <laughs> I think I've become a poet. But when you become principled, when you become instilled in the word, when you speak by the spirit based on what you're saying, when I'm talking, I'm speaking by the, I gave you about 10 scriptures already. So I don't have to say God said, I'm saying God said. Now, if I speak by and there's an unction from heaven, I will say God in the moment said. In the moment, somebody say in the moment. But when you're a builder of lives, Paul said, I lay the foundation and others going to build. And many of you are looking for people to get saved, but do you have the foundation for them to start building? Or do you just have a word that they can't stand on? Tell somebody they got to want to build. They got to build. They got to build. They got to build. Everything got to be built. Can you say amen? So when we're walking by the Spirit, we have to understand that God wants us to see internally, not externally. Can you say amen? Now, there's an elementary principle. Hebrews 6.1 tells us that, therefore, leaving the discussions of elementary principles of Christ, let us go into perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith towards God. Let us, not go, let us go on. From the discussion of elementary principle of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Let us go on to what? Let us go on to what? Perfect, perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith towards God. Can you read when somebody is giving you dead works? Can you read when somebody is giving you motivation that's not faith? All right, see, we're going to do some examples. Y'all ready for a case study? 
<laughs> they said, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to do case studies today. We'll, 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 we'll keep that. See, see you, you got to be able to read what is faith and what is just pure motivation. How many of you know there's a wisdom of the world? The Bible says there's a wisdom, which means it is wisdom. It's something that you didn't know. You picked, but you didn't know it. But you got to decide if it's from the world or it's from God. How do I know? Because anything that's wisdom from God points to God. See, the first thing they got to point to God is you and your submission. Right. Are you hearing me? See, because when I say things like that, it has to point to God. See, many believers can use that as, I still make my own choice. I just say this for God. That's an easy slip in. But by way of your soul, will determine if it was from God. Because the way of God prosperity is, he said, I will prosper you even as your If you ever want to know how the prosperity works in the government of God is solical development. Which means God doesn't like people trying to go beyond their solical development. In fact, it's illegal for you to go beyond your solical development. Anywhere you're outside of solical architecture of understanding, watch this, you will sell your soul to gain the world. That gain there, that gain right there, you, you'll sell yourself for it. Because your soul don't have the capacity to, to govern, be governed by it. So some of us are looking at our finances, are looking at our life and saying, God, where are you? And the reality of it is we shouldn't be looking at our finances and looking at our situation and saying, God, where are us? We, we should be looking, y'all, y'all with me? All right, hallelujah. We should be looking at where we are not principled. I think we're waking up now. We should be looking at God. Where am I unsubmitted? Because God looks at the light that shines from submission to awaken. He said, you are the light of the world, a city on the hill that should not be hidden, which means when God gives you license and liberties, he does not hold you hostage. He has to let people see you. Even when you don't want to be seen. Some of you are in a place where you're starting to be seen even when you don't want to be seen. Some of you go to work now. You didn't want to be seen, but you're starting to be seen. Why? Because as God gives you word within yourself, you learn to hide them in your heart that you not sin against God. You've learned to art articulate with his will. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Me and my wife was purchasing a car one time. I, I wasn't deep. I don't even think I got all my prayer in that day. I flipped lot charts. We just wanted to go look at a bigger vehicle. The van had to go. We just had to get a bigger vehicle. And we went to the car lot. And the guy was cool. I wasn't being deep. But we sat in the car just traveling, trying out one of them. And he's in the back. And I just felt something happen in the car. Something shifted. Now remember, I don't always try. I'm, all right, let me tell you something. But preacher's not always trying to preach. I, I'm so sorry. That, no, you haven't been in this job alone. No, no, you, you, everybody's not always trying to preach. Sometimes I just want to put on a shirt 
And how you doing today? Glory. All right. Thank you for the burger. So I just wanted to chill that day. I really wanted to chill that day. I was going to take it as a rest day. And we're in the car driving and my wife driving. And he's just asking us questions. And my wife always trying to tell, anybody who know us, you'll go to parties and nobody know we're pastors. But some of my members come and they're like, hey, pastor. Like, ah. <laughs> you say, why do you not tell them? Because I want them to be them. Yeah. You are the greatest you when you're not looking at what you think a title's supposed to do. That's why I don't need a collar to show you me. I will walk around you and based on what I say will show me. Oh, yeah. you, you know, so, so, see, no, 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 no. I want you to be you. That, that, see, that's, that's where you are at the moment. Tell somebody, don't mess pastor up. Don't mess pastor up. <laughs> so, 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 so we're in the car. And, we, and my wife said, yeah, we're pastors of a church. He took a oh. I don't know what happened. See, what, when you're going to learn is you don't have control of what, what people hear you say. Stop trying to control everything that people hear you say. You don't have, there are times God give you words that you don't have control of what people feel. All she said, we were pastors, and we said a little bit different. The man had an inspire, uh, inspiration in the back seat. <laughs> and I'm literally looking like, God, you're doing this right now. Like right now. And he went on. Everything. He forgot about the car. He forgot. We could have took the car home. <laughs> you say, what's going on? God gave you preeminence over your words. And something impacted him based on what we said. And God moved on what we said based on his need. I did ask God, why do you have to do this right now? <laughs> I, I just wanted to chill. So now I have to be. <laughs> I, I'm showing you that you don't have to run after ministry when you learn to be matured in him. Ministry is looking for you. Tell somebody ministry is looking for me. Yeah. My, my mantle is, is, is in me. It's looking for me. My ministry is looking for me. I'm not looking for it. It's looking for me. And where do I find it? Listen, the, the, the world's were framed by the word of God. And the world is waiting for the sons of God to be awakened. When we rise, your ministry, watch this, you start to meet the opportunities that was looking for you in earthen vessel. The earth looking for you, the mature you. Your opportunity is looking for the mature. I, I said your opportunity is looking for the much. What if your opportunity is only can see you by the mature you? It, it's as if See, David was anointed king without the palace. So there was a prerequisite pretest to govern him before he got to the. So although it was his, it wasn't his yet. 
Which means the, the kingship that you're called to, you was already anointed by, but you got a pretest to go through. Because where God wants to take you, you got to be able to handle the wows that come with it. And not allow the adversary to make you move in places and spaces and mental displacement that God did not bring you. You're going to learn to be seated in heavenly places. Somebody say, learn to sit down. Sit yourself down in the word. I say, learn to sit down in the word. When you sit down in the word, you don't fight like other people fight. That's why you have maturity. See, rank in the spirit. Somebody say rank in the spirit. Now, for example, if I deal with a witch, I got to know the rank of that witch. Now, I've dealt with witches before, but I had the rank to deal with that. And I go home and eat my Cheerios. I haven't ate Cheerios in a long time. Because I have the rank to deal with that. But now if one is a higher ranker, even though I can, I won't try. I will grow in rank or I'll get my apostle to deal with it. Oh, see, the problem is, see, we're too prideful. We think grace can bring you everywhere. And without the growth, you don't understand. All right, is this the right time to talk about this? I'm trying to help you understand where you are. You've you, you got to understand there's ranks in the spirit. He separated principalities and powers that we deal with. When you go up in rank, the devil will threaten you. You know how many times I've been threatened of death? The devil tell me many times, I'm going to kill you. Today or tomorrow? Oh, yeah. And, and I know it, it, fear can come real strong at the moment. But because I know my Redeemer lives, y'all better hear I, I know my Redeemer. Why am I telling you this? Because you're called to have a backbone in the spirit. And see, the church that God has to build cannot be afraid of these things. Because you're walking by the spirit. You're going to have to live and learn how to deal with principalities, powers. You've got to deal with spirits. We've got to get out of the speaking. We've made this thing a YMCA. Where we come in here in motivational speech, we go home inspired as a consumer to go operate in our blessing. But you don't have nothing to deal with the adversary. Trouble comes, you run. Blessing comes, you come up, and you're ready. So you've been prepared for a blessing. But not war. And God is not in the war. God is already redeemed. So get, wait, wait, before I talk about war, get your perspective straight now. God is not in the war. In fact, your Bible says in the last days when we see the adversary, we're going to look at him and say, is this the one that's been, is this the one? I should have been sitting down then. <laughs> Is this the one that's been manipulating and orchestrating this thing? That's what your Bible say? So don't get it twisted. God has won the victory. God is not equal with the devil. 
No, we have a battle. Because we have a carnality to deal with. Can you say amen? Can you handle one more? I know we were supposed to be on a series of learning forgiveness. But I'm not good at series. I'm so sorry. Because God wants to speak now sometime. Can you say amen? Don't, don't never break your series for what God wants to do now. Hebrews 12.2, looking unto Jesus, Hebrews 12.2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Watch this. For the joy that was set before him, he did what? He endured the cross. Now, how did he endure it? There was joy that was set what? There was joy set before him. He endured it. He endured it. He endured it. If you're going to get endurance, saints, you got to see something before you. Most of us don't know what we're fighting for. That's why we're beating the air. I feel like I'm helping somebody. Well, I'm fighting. What are you fighting for? If you're fighting and you don't know what you're fighting for, you're going to have a long fight. Because when you hit a place in God where you see what God sees and you, oh, you get that thing in God, you, you hit the burden of God. See, see, see how many, some of you have a heart for children. If you see a child in need, you'll break through a door to make sure that it, it's an emergency. If you hear one coming through the, you will break the door, see, how many of you know, see, all right, I teach on trespassing. But how many of you know, how many of you know trespassing sometimes is legal? Okay, what are times trespassing legal? Emergency. So you don't ask the fireman, um, do you, you don't have permission. He said, you don't give me permission, you don't burn. No, they don't ask, they just break it down. You, 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 see, see, there are times God gives you license to break it. Because there's an emergency. And when you see an emergency through the lens of God, because you're in love with him, you don't have fear. You don't have time to play with the devil. You, 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 you don't, you don't, see, see, I'm teaching you how to overcome the adversary. You don't have time to play pity pat with the devil. You're so busy making sure that that family get healed. So busy making sure that that child get what she need. That man get what he need. You're so busy seeing how God sees that the fear is gone. They better watch out for you. Oh, you came with no fear. You, you don't have time to be sick because you got something to do in God. You, you don't have time to be depleted. You got, so, yeah, you, see, you, you, I'm teaching you something now. See, there's a place in faith that you want. I don't have time to be normal. I got to go where he called me to go. Hey, Shia. Yeah, uh-uh. See, that's something awakening. That, that's, that, that's something awakening. Because when you hear the burden of God, I said there's a burden in God. See, you think it's your burden. 
God gives you grace for his burden. So when you live from grace, it's his burden. You don't, have, you don't need to take, you don't need, watch this, you learn to grab onto his shred, not yours. Even your fasting, you keep trying to make it about God. It's about you. God, look at me, I fasted. I, see, you, yeah, you don't understand it. Fasting is a capacity builder. Say that with me. Fasting is a capacity builder. Who's getting the capacity? God ain't getting it. You getting it. You didn't make God bigger. He made you bigger. He's already big. He's already one. And he's calling us to stop making him get off his throne so you can start walking like him. Be imitators of God. Learn to walk in the spirit. He's giving you the counsel that consecrates your walk. What is the spiritual regimen for you? Some of you, your regimen is out of order, so you're not seeing the capacity to overcome. I'm going to say that again. Some of you, your regimen is out of order, so you're not seeing the capacity to what? It's interesting that people work out, they have a certain what? Regimen. They have a workout regimen, they have a, a, a feeding regimen, they, they have a diet regimen. The Spirit of God will even regulate your diet. Y'all, oh, Jesus. You, you, see, you, you don't get to eat when you want to all the time. And, and I know when my hunger lessens when I start eating like everybody else. Y'all all right? See, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. We, we, we build soldiers. You, you see, because I'm, you, you have to understand, God has to train you how to deal with the energy of the spirit. So you're learning how to deal with the capacity of the... When you walk in capacity, some places you don't have the ability to shut that. You can't do that in the office. You get fired, well, they just didn't like God. No, baby, no. No, sweetheart, you, you should have got counsel before you did that. Yeah, uh-oh, see, all right, don't put your hand up. No, that's not how that works. You, you, when you learn to hold your capacity, all you do is speak a word. Yeah. When you learn how to hold the weight of God, you, all you do, if they shake your hand, Jesus, they already. Who is this person? When, they, when he's speaking on meetings, something just makes the atmosphere. You didn't need a Shabbat. You know why? The Shabbat came pre-office. The Shabbat came pre-meeting. You don't wait for the meeting to Shabbat. If you Shabbat yourself before the meeting, you're going to come out in power. Now every word that you say, God is going to back up. Whatever I say, they got to... What if God is waiting for your word to align with him so they can go off of what you say? God does strategic alignment assignments. So strategic alignment. Some of you are going to a strategic alignment assignment. And you cannot show up in a strategic alignment assignment by yourself, with yourself. Because you're going to think God messed you over. The reality of it is you didn't have the capacity to deal with the alignment assignment. Because it was an alignment. 
It wasn't you. It's as if God gives us some things and he shows us that, see, you see, I gave you capacity. Wait, wait, wait. I gave you something, but you lost it. Can you steward what I'm giving you? Tell somebody I want to be a good steward. When you're a good steward, you learn how to steward the word in you properly so you can navigate through what God tells you to navigate. When you're a good steward, the word in you has such a capacity and it becomes a defense system where you don't have to defend yourself. When you're a good steward, you don't have expectation beyond what people can do or cannot do. When you're a good steward, you can stop angering yourself. You know why? Because the word that you have now hitting in your heart, you learn to, to become it. You've learned that he is the life, the way, the truth. And you don't lie, lie, allow people to get you off that line. Many of you, God is building you in a redemptive capacity. You still have expectation where you need to move it. You, you on a track, you on a train course to heartbreak. What did I say? You, you're on a train course to heartbreak because you still have expectation for people where you didn't start with God. When you have an expectation for people where you don't start with God, by default, your expectation is carnal. It doesn't matter because you give scripture. Because if you look at somebody who was mature, they could have told you, you didn't have to go that far with them. God is processing them. So let them go through their process. Can you say amen? See, you're learning how to build an ear. Somebody say, learn how to build an ear. You don't give pearls to swine. So sometime when you see an expression of swine, you got to learn how to build an ear. So sometimes when you're not ready for what you're asking for, you think, I'm not giving. No, i got to build your ear for what you're asking for. All right, glory. I think we, uh, we, we're going somewhere here. See, the, when you don't understand how to build properly, it shows that you don't understand that God is a builder. And through the articulation agreement with the Holy Spirit, uh, or what? Articulation you don't get a degree from college without an articulation agreement. What's an articulation agreement? It's an agreement with the school and your degree that says when you pass these many classes, you're qualified to go on. They sign it and say you're qualified. But there's an articulation agreement of the spirit. And I believe many of you, your license are growing. Come on, somebody said my license are growing. Yeah, I'm getting closer. When you have an articulation agreement with the Spirit, you've already been through the class of understanding souls, and you don't give your flesh profit. So when people are not speaking by the Spirit, why are you giving them profit? Smile, love them. Tell somebody, just smile. Don't, don't fight back, just Give your two front teeth in. Because it's not going to change because you feel you're right. 
you being right without somebody having the capacity to receive right is still not right. Which means for you to even be right, you have to have the capacity to even receive right. So if we don't know how to build the capacity to receive right, why we have an expectation for somebody to get it right? Tell somebody, stop your argument today. Just, just stop. Just, I could, you tell you what, I am so sorry. I, all right, see, we, y'all, y'all saw that shit. We shipped back into forgiveness. Y'all ready? I'm so sorry. I don't even talk to myself until I pray sometime. I won't even go in a conversation with my wife unless we pray sometime. What, how, do, how, much, how much confidence do you have in the flesh? I don't want no deep conversation. I've got to pray first. Because more is caught by the Spirit than taught by the Spirit. That's why sometimes you're having a question, and too many of them, without pushing you to learn to pray, it won't stay with you in the first place. Don't be cerebral with God. You need to learn to stand and know He's God, and by you standing to try Him, standing to taste Him, see He's good, He's going to help you open your eyes to see Don't spend two hours giving answers to questions. Provoke them to the answer. I, I, let, let me help my statement out. I, I don't have anything against counseling, but they're going to answer questions without provoking you to the answer. It's only two things. You either need to learn the word of God or you need deliverance. And both of them are okay. Because we all need deliverance. Somebody said, I needed it too. Yeah, get comfortable with it. If I got to go to the altar 10 times, I'm going to get mine. Y'all, if, if I don't care about, no, I got to get mine because I'm messed up without him. Yeah, I, 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 I got to get to God because I'm no good without him. That's a man, that's a woman that I know their God. Can you say amen? All right, y'all ready shouted, so y'all ready for rice and beans. All right, I'm going to get you out of here. Last, last one, 1 Corinthians 2, 6 through 9. For the sake of time, I'm going to read, However we speak wisdom amongst those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a what? We speak the wisdom of God in a what? In a mystery, in the mystery, the hidden wisdom God ordained before the ages for who glory? Oh, so there is glory that you get. I don't want nobody, I don't want nobody glory. God gives you glory. But you don't take it for yourself because you're in God. So it's, one, it's not one without the other. Can you say Amen. Which none of the rulers of this age knew, for they ha- had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So they did not know this mystery. They did not know this wisdom. They knew a lot of stuff. How many of you know the adversary do know some stuff? All right, let me stop real quick, real, real, real quick. He was in the council of God. He knows some stuff. Be careful thinking that he don't know nothing. See, because 80% of you can be right, but 20, that 20% was wrong. 
that can twist everything around. So he knows some stuff. He, he lived there. He went before God in the council. This is why you never want to be predictable in this realm. Because when you're predictable, you can be micromanaged. Right now, many of us can be micromanaged in our emotions. You free Sunday, but Monday, we know what to pick to get you off. I know the perfect person to make you wonder. And because you don't know that something is governing them, you get angry thinking it's them. Not knowing that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. So when powers pick people to pick you, why are you still pickable? Well, Lord, help me to make sure that I have my identity armor on early. See, see, some, you're learning to put it on early so I can make sure that I'm not pickable. Oh, you take me out of prayer. Oh, I'm real pickable. I'm going to give you an ugly eye quick. Tell somebody, we need God. Oh, don't trust in my flesh. We need God. All right, here we go, here we go. So they did not know. The, the, the adversary did not what? No, because it was in a mystery. The hidden wisdom in a what? Which means if you don't operate in the realm of the spirit in mysteries, you're still known. You, you're still known. The problem is you got to get in the place where you're un. I, I, wish I, I wish I had somebody understanding me. You, you, you're still operating in the known place. When you learn to step up in the spirit, you come into the unknown. Now what God is doing with you, the adversary can't figure it out because you're hidden. Yeah. You're hidden in Christ, in God. So when you walk, that's why I say walk by the spirit. But when you're walking by the flesh and you're just quoting scriptures, you still know. Don't just be a quoter, be a contender. A contender is one who can walk by the Spirit. Can you say amen? Tell somebody, I don't want to be pickable. Oh, devil, you ain't going to pick me. Watch this, verse 9. But it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, nor has it entered in the heart of man the things, the things, the things which God has what? Prepared for those who what? Who love him. Now, I cut it off, but I'm going to tell you what happens after that. No man knows. No eye have seen, no ears have heard. Now, remember we read that he said those who have the spirit, the spirit of the seven spirits of God, watch this. They do not hear by the listening of their ears or the sight of their. So there's something in depthly that they know. Now he's telling you that no my man knows. What's what? Prepare. Watch this. The next scripture says, but he has revealed it to those by his spirit. So even though there is something new, it's still not new. Which means all of you are still in you. Which means you should know the next level of your submission. Tell somebody I'm learning the next level of my submission. <laughs> 
I done got a little dry on this side. I done, I done ate a little too much potato salad over here. I got to get myself back committed in my level of submission. Can you say amen? God wants your eye to be single. When your eye is single, a lot of the troubles that's causing problems is going to fall off. When your eye is single, you can put it on something, Jim, I'm done. When your eye is single, or, or he can play, you, 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 you're going to learn how to stand and know he's God. I want to encourage some of you, you, you are in a place where God is processing you. But see, God is so good that when per people are committed to the process, he allows you to work while you process. See, it, it, we're going to learn, it's not about necessarily perfection. See, perfection is in Christ. The Bible says we are made perfect, although we are being made holy. We're perfect because of Christ. But because you're committed to the process, you're going to learn how to walk in the process. Why? You're going to do a process, give a process while you're processing. The need is great. And many of you, because of your heart, God is aligning you in the right place. What have we taught last week, Wednesday, and we we're going to continue on is God is teaching us the elementary principles, establishing those elementary principles. Faith towards God, the laying on of hands. Somebody say the laying on of hands. How many know what the principles of laying on of hands mean? God designed the body in such a way that you don't need, you're not going to get everything. This is why there's a trajectory that men lay hands on those who have the capacity level to handle it. So there's acceleration in alignment. Which means you're going to be a, 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 a representative of somebody else's work. When I get around my father in ministry, there are times because just I'm around, I can pick up on his level. It's like a, 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 it's like a laying on of hands. So I can do stuff without praying when I'm around him, what I can't do when I'm not praying. Because I can pick up on the work. I'm talking about spiritual things. You say, what? don't cheat. No, I'm not telling you about cheating. I'm, I'm telling you because God has given you the articulation uh, handle the oil, now God, you, you are proven to handle the level. Lay hands on no man suddenly. Why? Because you're going to be a partaker in their sins, which means they don't have the capacity to do what they're trying to do. It's a shame we got men in the pulpit and, and putting hands on people who don't even pay their tithes. I knew he was going to get quiet. Pastor, I got to sit down with you on that one. You can sit down. Who's still arguing? Quickly. Lay hands on no man what? Why? Because you got to make sure they have the infrastructure to handle the oil. Everybody want to be oiled down, but don't have the infrastructure. 
So you thinking the pastor is just waiting because something going on. No, he's waiting for the infrastructure to be established. Can you handle the level? The oil is easy to transfer if you can handle, if you have the infrastructure. You say, what's the infrastructure? The soul. Can God deal with you? Are you still arguing? Saints, there's a time, everybody even in this place, if we're going to get to where God is calling us, everybody in a ministry head or ministry, I don't care if you're doing music, I don't care if you're at the door, you've got to be praying. God can, listen to me, the adversary will use every crack he can to cause confusion. And many of us, we get picked and we think we are thinking things that we're not thinking. Y'all all right with this? We're jumping into different classes. Your, your first priority is the work of God, the souls. And we can't make God's church what he didn't make it. How many of you know God is the Lord of the harvest? So there are ideals and ideals that might not be his harvest plan. God's harvest plan is to do it right the first time. Which means every encounter here, if everybody is in their mantle, in their ministry, and their mode of operating, God will have to release, release an influx of souls because you can be entrusted. God is looking for you to be entrusted with souls. Can I trust you with surgery? Stand to your feet if you can. How many of you feel like God has been shifting your life? How many of you feel that responsibility of your things are just changing? We're growing, saints. We're growing. We're growing. We're growing. We're growing. We're growing. And in your growth, God is calling you to stay in great faith. You're going to have to keep a signal eye. Watch out. You say, watch out for what? I'm not telling you to watch out for people. I'm talking about watch out for you. See, you don't have to watch out for people when you can learn to watch out for you. Be the best watcher of yourself. See, I'm the best watcher of myself, which means when I get the grace capacity within myself, watch this. You can sit me in the midst of anybody, I still won't be moved. So it's not the people, it's the you. Well, don't put me in a room with them. Ah. No, put me in the room. With, I want the hard ones. Tell somebody, ah, yeah. you know, don't give me the hard ones. Let me go through mastery with pastor. No, no, give me the, give, when I go to the schools, I, I, I want the hard ones. The ones that you gave up on, give me those. The ones that you ostracized, give me those. The ones that felt like they didn't have another chance, give me those. Because they didn't know those who've been forgiven much, love much. 
And if I can pick the one who needed God's, how many of you need God's forgiveness a lot? I just get it wrong and wrong, and I mess up here and mess up there, and I really want to do the right thing, but, but I just miss it a lot, and I keep getting his grace. The Bible says those who have been forgiven much love much. So it might not be the one with the nice hat in the front. That's the deepest. It might be the one that just came from prostituting out on the streets. And because what God turned her around in, God can use her powerfully. Be careful of your judgment outside of the spirit. If you want to turn this life around, this world around, learn to be a house of God. Learn to stand and know he's God. And every extension, the grace on your life, you can't even sit in your house long enough before your house start changing. Y'all better hear me. You, you, you can't be around your family long enough before they start changing. You say, where the change coming from? It's coming from the extension of grace that's on your life. You set things in order now. Confusion come, you say, in the name of Jesus, that got to stay out the door. It's time to stand in faith, saints. I'm going to pray for you. Many of you are praying, and God is calling you to stand in the gap. But before you can stand in the gap, you need to be in the gap for you. Tell somebody it starts with me. Before I pray for you, I need to make sure I pray for me. You, 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 can I help some of us out? I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I'm just, I'm a straight shooter sometimes. It's a lie to pray for somebody else if you didn't start with you. You're in an argument, but you want to pray for them first? No. Unless you can point to the scriptures that take you out of it. No, no, you better start with you. Tell somebody I got to start with me. Yeah, I, I got to start with me. See, it, it, especially when you're married, it messes you up. You know, the Bible t says things like, if you don't handle your wife right, your prayers will be hindered. See that stuff? I just wanted to be mad. But she didn't, I, if you, if you don't handle her right, I'm not going to handle you right. See, the problem is we're not principled, so we go off of what we feel. I feel like, see, when you mature, feelings don't matter. Well, let me switch that. They do matter, but you go give them to God. Because it's, it's in the matter that you give God that shows that you care, you gave your care to him. You don't have a problem in life. You have a problem seeing God in life. I, I'm erecting something. I, I'm sensing that many of you are going back to your peace level. I really sense that. Some of you need to hit that peace level again. 
Lift your hands. You know, it messes me up. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And, 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 and many of us have lost that joy. Something caused you to lose your joy of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that joy be erected in your people this morning. Father, we cast down every lie of hell. For the world to be excited about you, we got to get excited about you. For the world to be changed by you, God, we got to be changed by you. For our families to be transformed by you, God, we got to be transformed by you. So we submit our hearts this morning. We submit our minds. We need you, God. We need you like never before. Father, we submit this morning. We've allowed the world to direct our steps. We've allowed even our flesh to direct our desires to direct. But God, today we submit ourselves. Submit your body as a living sacrifice. Father, I pray that there is an unction of sacrifice in this place. That there be a hunger erected in this place. That no one will be dry. But let the well run, God. Let the well run, Jesus. We need the well to run. Let the well run over our marriage. Let the well run over our children. Let the well run over our, our, those you have given us influence over, God. That we will not be the same again. We thank you this day, Jesus. And we commit ourselves back in the line with you. Come on, say that, God, I commit myself back in line with you. Come on, if I got off, just get back in line. Just get, Lord, I, forgive me, I get back in line today. And I'm not going to keep rewinding this thing. I cut it off today and I leave it alone. Come on, I cut it off today and I let it go. We go forward today. And we thank you. For your grace is better than life. Your mercies endure forever. Help us, God, to see, to know, to pick, God. Under the sound of my voice, there are many things that are going on in your life and in your family. As you're growing, listen to me with your eyes closed. Hands closed. I want you to listen. There's times that the adversary can be trying to move through your family. You're going to have to learn to pray. It's not about being fearful. As you learn to be transformed, the adversary is going to try and away, find a way through. You're going to pray, and that prayer is going to grace not only you, it's going to grace your children, it's going to grace your spouse, it's going to grace your household. The capacity that God is gracing you, you don't just pray after you're done with you and you're transforming. You say in the name of Jesus, I, I thank you that that transfer of blood, that transfer of power goes on my children, goes on my grandchildren, goes on my family, goes on my marriage. That that devil, and he will not pick no one in this house. For as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
We close the door to every crack, every lie, every manipulation. In the name of Jesus, even sickness, I cover them over sickness. I don't care what's going on in the world. I command that thing to be broken. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Mm. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, and we pray. I pray that those under the sound of my voice, they're going to learn how to have extensive time with you. But it's not going to be work. It's going to be pleasurable. We're going to learn to not strive, but only strive for the peace. He said, strive for my rest. If any man strive, let him strive for master and, and let him try to get into my rest. There's a rest in the Lord. Lord, I pray a rest over them. There's a rest in the Lord. Lord, help us to rest. Help us to rest, God. Help us to rest, rest, rest. I pray rest. Help us to rest. Be anxious for nothing. But in prayer and supplication, we will rest. Father, I thank you for everything under the sound of my voice. Everyone. Everyone online, God, we pray over them. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Your love and kindness. Your everlasting love, God. We give thanks. We praise your name. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One, to the Holy One. Give thanks. Come on, sing with me. Because he's Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, His Son. Give thanks, give thanks with a grateful heart. Oh, give thanks to the Holy One. Oh, give thanks because He's risen, Jesus Christ, His Son. And now, and now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord God, the Lord has done for us. Come on, one more time. And now, let the weak Say, I am strong. Let the poor say, Say, I am rich because of what the Lord done. The Lord has done for us. Oh, give thanks. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God. Father, as we take tithes and offering this morning, 
we sow into your house, we sow into our change, knowing where our help come from. For our help come from the Lord. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your might. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you love him, can you say amen? The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. I want you to find thanksgiving in your heart before you leave this place. And just find that place with God to say thank you. And if you can hold that thank you and let it ride you through your day, ride it through your week, ride it through your month, you're going to see God's hand in your life. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Give God a hand clap if you can.